Welcome to Adjunctitis, From Surviving to Thriving, Teaching Hacks to Reduce Stress, Save Time, and Avoid Common Pitfalls. I'm April Brown, an assistant professor of journalism at Cal State LA. Once again, in this episode, I am fortunate to have a little help from a friend, Anjali Anderfuren from the University of Michigan. She was one of those people I met when I started teaching full-time and was kind enough to help me through some of those very tough spots. If you're new to teaching, you may not have run into this particular scenario yet, but if you've been teaching for any length of time, I'm willing to bet you have. Welcome to episode 14, Different Learning Styles. You, for example, might be a visual learner where I like to learn with hands-on approach. Different people have different ways of assimilating information. And the degree to which students need them can also vary. Every semester, I get notices that I need to make accommodations for students from our Office of Disability Services. These are things that we're required to do to make sure that our class is going to be a fair, equitable learning environment for every student. Now, a brief story that falls along these lines. For my first year of teaching, I did my grading in terms of percentages written out in a little table. 10% for attendance, 20% for classwork, 40% for projects, you get the idea. But one day in my How to Be a Better Teacher course, they made a suggestion that really had never occurred to me. Instead of just creating that table, why not also add a pie chart with the same information? And this is where I was first introduced to the concept of giving teaching materials in different ways. And this is exactly the place we're going to start with my conversation with Anjali Anderfuren today. And I'm just thinking back to when I started teaching, it was hard enough to think of ways that were interesting to me to deliver this material that I think students might like. How do you then also, maybe not that first semester, but think about the different learning styles? Where do you learn about how to accommodate those? question of, let's see, first of all, where do you learn about them? Google. I love Google. I am, I've got a shirt that my husband got me somewhere that says, IDK, Google it, because I was tired of telling students at one point to Google it, like they didn't believe me that they really could find what they were looking for out there, particularly Google Scholar. There is so much research done on the art of education, and then sub-levels, actually your area that you're teaching in. There's a lot of wonderful research out there. So that's a good place. Also, talking to people. Also, like just going even to whatever your university calls um, special student services or students with disabilities, whatever the department name is, they have literature you can also probably write on their website to where you don't even have to talk to someone you could look at at midnight if you wanted. When you have like one day to plan your class when you are suddenly hired last minute or something, as many adjuncts actually are, sadly, to fill some hole that fell through. But there's a lot of material out there. But I like to just think common sense style versus anything like, okay, first recognize like, well, how do I best learn? And then think, well, what are the other ways other people can learn? Okay, well, I know I like to see stuff, but what about those people that like to hear stuff? Like what else can I add in? Because that's also enriching everybody's learning, right? So you may not even know which way you're the best learner, or you may think, oh, I totally need... I need infographics for everything. I know that's how I do best if I see like a visual plus text or something. Um, Or you like really colorful stuff. That's awesome. 
but you can bring in those other things too. Um, and it's going to enrich everybody's learning, but it's going to make sure everybody's covered on at least one of those platforms. So I just like to go common sense more than anything else. Like what are all the ways you could learn about material, listening, watching, actually reading, and then the different ways that material can be consumed, right? So infographics or memes. I love memes. Anything that's got humor in it um, is good, even if it doesn't come off necessarily as funny um, to people. Um, it still is a good way to go in and look for the material. I guess that's the, the secret there is just look for articles that support different entry points to that material. And maybe you don't use any of the things in the articles, but they can inspire you to come up with something that works for your class. If you get those learning objectives, great. If not, create your own and then take it from there. What are the best ways that I can teach someone to do X, Y, and Z? And then, okay, what are the best ways I would learn X, Y, and Z? And then I like to think of, okay, somebody who's not me, who learns a different way. Like I... Um, I, I'm a visual learner. I like to have stuff to look at. I don't only want to have stuff, um, to listen to or to watch. I like to read material. So I try to think of all the different ways that you could look at each particular learning objective and how you may reach that and make sure I have some kind of combination. So at some point, everybody feels like connected to the, the course, to the course objectives, and then how we're going to get there because we're all not going to learn the same way. So if we can get some kind of combination in there on each one, I feel like the class is going to be more successful. And that's just at the base level, no matter what you're teaching, if you start with these are the learning objectives, these are like three different ways for each learning objective that you could meet it that brings in different kinds of techniques to consider all the different kind of learners. Um, of course, that's in addition to anybody that might need other types of special needs, but you've got to consider those too. But as far as the learning objectives, just from the get-go, consider the learning styles and so that you can make sure different types of people's learning styles are embedded right from the beginning of the class. Once again, I'd like to thank Anjali Anderfuren for helping us out with this podcast. If you're interested in learning more about different learning styles and the types of student accommodations, we've got information on our website, adjunctitis.com, under episode 14, Teaching Tools. If you have questions or issues you'd like me to address, please send them to questions at adjunctitis.com. Join our conversation on social. Right now, we're at adjunctitis on Threads, TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube. We are also on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash adjunctitis. You can also use the hashtag adjunctitis so we can form a community where questions can be asked and answered. If you enjoyed our podcast, please consider leaving a review and a rating. Those can help other people find us too. Please spread the word and help those who ask you for help. It's good teaching karma. Adjunctitis is a Look At It This Way production. I'm April Brown. Thank you for listening. Class dismissed.